0: To another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Royce. Just want to let you guys know we are a bi-monthly podcast, and you can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Lie, Cheat, Steal Podcast. And wherever you're listening to us at, please give us a five-star review and leave a rating. That really helps people find out, out about us. Also, if you like what you hear, you can catch us on our Patreon for two more episodes every month. That's Patreon.com/slash Lie, Cheat, and Steal. Now, with that out of the way, momentous occasion, in studio episode with my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. How you doing? Welcome back to Austin, girl. Hi,
1: Pat. It's so nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is so exciting. I we've done in person episodes before, but I don't think we've done any since we started doing video.
0: No, no, yeah, and definitely yeah.
1: not in a in a fancy real studio with our yeah, fancy we, monitor. Yeah, yeah. What well, well, we will? Uh, we got. Yeah, it's going on over here. It's yeah, it's great. Um, I, uh, it, it's so funny cause like I came to Austin, um, you know, I live in New York, it's winter, it's like pretty nasty there. And I was like, finally I can come enjoy some warm weather. Yeah, You know, <laughs> it last night, it was fully 20 degrees warmer in New York City than it yeah. was here. <laughs> so we're recording this episode a little bit early. Um, this is coming out in February. So hopefully... Texas has not collapsed as a society. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording this right before like a big freeze that's coming. So. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, as we get out of here, I'm going to go do apocalypse grocery shopping. I'm going to throw a bows, if I can, uh, what do you, um, uh, jingle all the way style but instead of the toy it's just water and toilet paper.
1: <laughs> I was going to say what's on your apocalypse uh, shopping list?
0: Uh, well, some of these, obviously, mean, of alone. course, going to get gonna some, get lone, some stars. lone Stars. Yeah, actually, well, it's a house beer, so Modelo. I've switched over. Really, yeah. you're not a
1: Lone Star guy anymore. I still drink
0: Lone Star when I'm out of the house, and I drink it at the house sometimes. But there's something about making the little rim with tahini glasses. Mm. And yeah, that's my new thing now. Feeling so a little fancy. Modelo at the crib, but nice. uh, I'm gonna get. Uh, I got some proteins. I am going to get just uh, your basic groceries. I'm going to get water. I'm going to get sparkling water. Yeah. Uh, going to get some toilet paper, some paper towels. Uh, We have a gas stove, so if anything goes down, I can mm, still cook. That's good. So, yeah, I think I'm just buying some, uh, just like some steaks, some veg, I don't know. It should, you know, just uh some stuff that I'm going to want to eat on a cold day. I think I might make do a stew.
1: Do you have um a, like, balcony or an outdoor space?
0: Uh, Yes, we do.
1: Okay. So... Um I learned this from New England if your power goes out you put all your all your food out there
0: There you go yeah, yeah. I used to pull up to when I was a little My at-
1: parents fridge has been broken all winter and they just have a porch and all their it's so far, like they actually they have an they're like it's a classic parents house thing where they have the, like the garage fridge too oh, so yeah, like yeah. there's some stuff in there but like all the stuff they need on a day-to-day basis like the milk for their coffee and stuff is all just on their porch On the porch,
0: man. When I lived in, in Connecticut, yeah, you show up to a party, you just drop all the beer off outside. Mm-hmm. That was it, no cooler, no fridge needed. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I want to take my roommate that uh, who, who wants to buy some stuff too. So we're gonna go in there and try to mob it up. We might and I you'll might, be off
1: work probably. I might have
0: a few days off work. They're they're fully preparing it for us, but the temperatures went up a few degrees ah. of what's anticipated. Uh, but it's also coming in a day earlier, so it's gonna right. start getting colder tomorrow. And they're like, "That's the case. We might be off Monday, but then if it comes in Monday, it'll probably be Tuesday." I don't know why it takes a day. I yeah. Guess. yeah, I guess it's like a deposit. I <laughs>
1: mean that like. Um, it's coming tomorrow. I might be. We might be doing another episode in person because yeah, yeah. it's possible I'm going to get stuck here. Um, we'll see. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah. it'll be an
0: adventure. There's something cool about getting stuck somewhere when you're traveling. There, like obviously, there's huge parts of it stuck, but there's something about when it's out of your control. Yeah, you're just like you know what, hey. extra
1: day. Yeah, not the exactly. worst. Yeah. I talked to the. I'm staying in an Airbnb, and we were talking about it, and they're like, "Well, there's no one coming in after you, so if you yeah, need to come yeah, back, yeah. can have the place an extra day." So, um, speaking of travel and adventure, yeah. I have. I have a real yarn for you today. I'm very surprised we have not done this one before. Okay. I Googled, I looked through our archive. I, I recently did like a, uh, I, I made a hard drive of all of our old episodes to just like have it in a physical place. And I didn't see this one there. So if, like I feel like we've done it before, but I was like, we haven't. It's a great story. Yeah. So <laughs> if halfway it'll through, be you a remake. Like, That's what everybody's yeah, doing yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a remake of our original IP. Yeah. It's gonna be great.
0: This is twenty three Jump Street. <laughs> and yeah, if you
1: find out halfway through the
0: episode that we've done this already. Just uh, just enjoy that we're having fun in person. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not always about you,
1: listener. The or timing <laughs> is completely perfect. It's not a millisecond <laughs> off. Like sometimes when I edit, and yeah, yeah, you know. So uh, enjoy that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So today I'm going to be talking about a man uh with the curious moniker of Lord Gordon Gordon.
0: Lord Gordon Gordon.
1: Lord Gordon Gordon.
0: yeah, man, you know that yeah, that's that's money right there. The got...
1: lord so nice they named him place. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, the couscous of the the real the yeah. the, the, uh, the, the the regalia of court, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So um I got information about this from a few places Wikipedia, hoaxes.org, Um this guy Andrew Martin wrote a really good Medium post on him. It's uh, historianandrew.medium.com. Um, so check all that out if you want to know more about this guy. Um, yeah, he's a real uh, he's a real freak. Also, by the <laughs> way, before we start, I do want to point out the contrast in our beverages. Yeah, <laughs> this is a real this is a real goofus and gallant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat's got the XL Lone Star Lone Tall Star, Boy. Yeah. I have a Juiceland green smoothie. Both I just...
0: both Texas classics though.
1: Both Texas yeah. classics. Okay, cheers here. Cheers. Bro,
0: on the last episode with Zach Brooks, we had him in the studio. We recorded two nights ago. He had a Houston Oilers um, uh, Houston oh, Oilers yeah. uh, mug full of booze, and I had this. It was another Texas classes Texas classic clink. So. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do have yeah, yeah. yeah the, the contrasting beverages, but we are all on the same page. Uh, uh, Fashion. We're matching.
1: Yeah, we're all yeah. we're both monochrome. Yeah, head and
0: toe black. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we don't want to distract from, uh, from. Yeah, no.
0: It. Yeah, it's about the. Content. It's exactly. not about the flashy outfits, like some podcasts. I don't know. I, don't, I have no clue who I'm referencing.
1: <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I have I have friends that do a podcast where they do a lot of video clips, and they always put on weird, like novelty sunglasses or like a big stupid hat, and yeah. just don't address it because it makes people stay on the video. It makes you stop scrolling because it's like, yeah. what the fuck?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good strategy. I re- early when I was living in Connecticut doing comedy, this, this guy had a, a college radio station. And he invited me on the radio show, and I bought a new outfit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Got to feel good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the listeners can can hear it, you know.
1: Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new
0: episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9,
1: 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu.
0: Yeah. If you're dressed well.
1: Well, uh, Lord Gordon Gordon also, uh, a real fake it till you make it look the part type uh, of guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so not a lot is actually known about um his early life believe it or not Lord Gordon Gordon not a real name <laughs> uh, an <What>? alias <laughs>
0: next you're going to say he's not even a lord
1: <laughs> well buckle up Pat <laughs> um, so they think he might have been uh, it seems like he might have been an illegitimate child of a member of the clergy so like the result of an affair um, yeah. and no one's that's really sure because crazy because
0: those guys never fuck so that's weird
1: <laughs> that's the thing that's why I was like we can't yeah. you, you can't acknowledge this. you know um, at least you know he f- fucked someone of childbearing age so that's <laughs> new for them. It's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> um, so there there's some early aliases around for him one of them was Hubert Hamilton but that doesn't seem like it was his real name either. So we're just going to call him Lord Gordon Gordon because that's Gordon. Yeah. what he went by for most of the most of the time.
0: Yeah. I will address you by whatever you want to be addressed by. Sure.
1: You know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. are we to say Whether it's
0: in a positive light is up to you.
1: But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um this kind of grift started um, in, like, the late 1860s. That's kind of when he emerged on the scene. Ooh,
0: we're getting historical on this one. Okay.
1: Yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. this right. is this is from quite a while ago. So he he popped up in Scotland, um, and he called himself, at that point, Lord Glencairn. So um, he did sort of the classic, like, the way this is described, it's basically just the social climbing, except yeah. that he, then there was a financial component. But basically... He showed up, he was, you know, posed as like a a uh, well-to-do landowner in Scotland, and he made friends with um, some like well-known clergymen, some like well-respected members of the clergy in this area, Um, and then he sort of used that to get other powerful people to like think he was cool because it's like oh he's friends with the yeah. clergy he's a good guy a Like, tale old as
0: it was all time like we, we were sitting there whenever we discussed like the multitude of hustles that happened around the the Vacuous Trump presidency years, where yeah. it was like people get to get in these in these little circles of power and lend, it lend legitimacy to themselves. And they were able to get whatever shit they've been cooking for a few years off the ground.
1: Right. It's like a chain. Uh, it's like a telephone thing. It's yeah. like, well, this yeah. guy said I was cool because this guy said I was cool because this guy said I was cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Same so uh, Fox News talking heads. They were like, once you're in, you're in. We never, right. like, yeah. Once we if we if we assume you've been vetted, we'll never vet you.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's like one of our early episodes was about that fake security consultant yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, the fake veterans charity guy was kind of that. So yeah, that's, that's what this dude was doing. He was like, you know, I'm a good dude. I'm friends with the clergy. And then he would do the classic thing of, uh, Asking small favors of people and then making good on whatever, you know, like loan a little bit of money or like, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. And he would do it and he would pay them back or whatever. And again, that establishes that this is a trustworthy person and all it costs you is like $15, you know, like it's like a small, you know, like it's like you go to the bar and you buy a round of drinks and then you're like... You know, someone will let you drive their car home. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it uh, it doesn't take much. Yeah, you know?
0: that's uh, man. I I have done that. Uh, I, I think we all we all play that a little bit in life. Like I I've done that. I remember like the situations where I'm renting from the, not like a like a. A rental agency, but just like one person, mm-hmm. and like you know, I don't know. You, you take care of one or two things, and you're like, Hey, this was going on, I'll take care of that. Don't worry, and it's like, Hey, one of these days, the first is going to roll around, and I'm gonna need seven extra days. Yeah, yeah, but like, I've already established myself as somebody, but I like, don't
1: call you in the drain clogs, so yeah, like, yeah, there you go. leave you, me you alone. You never hear from me because yeah. I'm
0: doing highly illegal shit at your house, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. Uh, that's, that, it it works.
0: It works every time. I believe they called it the – a think Benjamin Franklin would do that, where if somebody he thought somebody didn't like him mm-hmm. and he needed them to like him, he would ask them to do a favor.
1: Yeah. And he'd be like,
0: hey, lend me a book or whatever. And they'd be like, all right. They talked about how it was like a, a middle thing where the guy subconsciously, you're like, well, I wouldn't do a favor for this guy if I didn't like him. And I, yeah. I already lent him the books. So I guess I like him now. And they, mm-hmm. call it, they call it a Benjamin Franklin move. Uh,
1: the, the most – bang for your buck version of this I've heard is friend of the show Danny Palumbo Um, he at a bar sometimes if he's at like a dive bar where they sell chips he'll just buy out the rack (laughs) and just give everyone (laughs) shit like buy the like give the bar a round of (laughs) chips and it's it's like one fifth the price of a drink, yeah. but it feels the same. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Somebody because you a bag of chips. It, yeah. You get to act, you are the hero of that bar, and you spend like max $25. Yep, and yep, you're yeah. like carried out on the shoulders of yeah. the, the
0: bar. <laughs> the greasy fingertips of yeah. the
1: bar. <laughs> 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 exactly. So um, that's what this dude was doing. He was buying rounds of chips for everybody. Um, and yeah, without the fraud component, this is just sort of social climbing. Yeah. Um, but he uh, eventually the heat caught up with him because he was using this. He was sort of ferrying all of this goodwill into um, establishing lines of credit with various jewelers.
0: Boom, there you go. And,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: Hell yeah, that train is never late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, after doing this for a couple of years, around 1870, uh, Lord Glencairn disappears and leaves uh, debts of over $100,000 in 1870s money. It, with various jewelers. Jesus groups. Christ. So that's, that's a, he that, dipped. That,
0: that, that's an entire GDP of a country back right. then. Right. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> he just tanks an entire country.
1: Totally. So um, the next year, and this, again, like, what a beautiful time in history where he was doing this in Scotland. What does he do? He goes to the New World. He goes to Minneapolis, pops up there. <laughs>
0: yeah. I love, man, because we talk about all the time the golden age of crime. Uh, it was pretty much any any time before 1980, you know, when you could just kind of you just existed in the ether, you could skip town, you shave your mustache, grow your hair out, you were good. What a boon it must have been when it was not just a whole new city, an entire new world, a country
1: that was less than a hundred years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get at that. That is, I. I do you know, I was sitting. Here, I was like, I wonder what kind of crooks came over. And then I saw about. I was like, Oh wait, we 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 elected. We've done them. so many. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah there, like there, a lot of crooks came over. Never mind. It's not that huge of a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. So he he gets to Minneapolis and he sort of starts doing, uh, the same thing. But at this time, he's going by Lord Gordon Gordon, and he, um, establishes himself as uh, an heir to uh, the Earls of Gordon, who are a very influential. Uh, Scottish sort of nobility family. Yeah. They were a branch of the Campbell family who were related to Lord Byron. So it was like... Wow. Yeah, some some this, big britches. You this
0: know? is so crazy. Just like, like like a century and a half later, you have Anna Delvey. Same
1: shit. Same, absolutely same yeah. shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fake <laughs> like socialite, like
1: you have Clark Rockefeller. You have like all Clark these people. Clark,
0: yeah, yeah. And they're the reason we can do this, so thank you. If you're, <laughs> if you're out here thinking of cooking some shit up like this, please do it. And, God bless. And, and throw a little detail in there that makes it salacious and we will... Uh, give you a huge shout out on the
1: show. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he was doing. He was, you know, uh, basically, he, um, he established himself as like, I own a lot of land in Scotland. And this is sort of like the, you know, the Industrial Revolution time. So, like, things in Scotland are sort of converting from like basically feudalism yeah. to I- industry. And so he was like, I have all of these, like, basically, like, workers who live on land that I own and I want to move some of them to land in Minneapolis like yeah. that was kind of like what his sort of designs were uh, or why he said he was there so he like he uh, you know was rubbing apples with the right people to bolster his credibility he deposited $40,000 in a bank in Minneapolis which you know at the time like huge investment in that bank yeah um, probably money he had left over from the jewelry swindle back in Scotland
0: a few ducats laying around at that point
1: um, and yeah, at this time, like that was big news in Minnesota that there yeah. was this like fancy guy. I mean, it wasn't.
0: Someone has $40,000 as a guy runs <laughs> into a bar. Like, have you guys heard? Someone someone has made $40,000. Like- yeah,
1: I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm just guessing, but like, I'm imagining Minneapolis at this time is like little house on the prairie shit. Like, yeah, I don't think yeah, there's a yeah. whole lot going on out there um, at, at, at that moment.
0: So, have you been to Minneapolis? I have. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely. very nice city. Yeah, it's also a really lot, great. Way bigger than you, th- you imagined it to be.
1: I almost moved there instead of Austin. Oh, really? It was well, between those two cities. Yeah, and I. Yeah. the deciding factor was um, I'm tired of winter. Uh, so there you go. That's
0: how, we, that's how we get you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so here's a description of him uh, from the time when he was, when he was uh, in Minnesota. He was slender of build, about 5 feet 10 inches in height, and dressed with the greatest care, usually wearing gloves, patent leathers, and a silk hat. His hands were frequently manicured, and his hair was brushed as smooth as curly hair could be. He was clean-shaven except for two tufts of side whiskers. He was exceedingly self-poised, calm, and deliberate of speech, articulated with much precision, and posed with an amount of ceremony seldom seen on the American continent.
0: Oh, wow. So he
1: was Mr. European yeah, Class. Yeah, Mr. European A bunch class. of all these yeah. rubes, you know?
0: Yeah, it is. it should be noted he did not tip. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a foreign concept to him and it was a little insulting that he was even proposed to him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Nothing about this guy says good tipper. Not at all. So, yeah, he's he's out there, he's bopping around. He eventually meets uh he's he meets somebody who's like, you know, a a fat a whale for you know, a scammer. Oh yeah, and uh, that guy is the commissioner of the Northern Pacific Railroad. Uh, his name is John Loomis. So again, eighteen seventies, their infrastructure is starting yeah. to be built, um, connecting all of these places in that, in the U.S. I
0: think like every like generationally, you get like a huge um, a huge project like that. Yeah, that's big. Like, it's the rail lines, or it's you know, it's it's the internet, or something like that you get that that's that boon. Right, and it's like if you if you know what you're doing, if you're a scammer worth your salt. That's where you're going to strike.
1: You find the industry to exploit. Yeah. yeah.
0: Also, did you know that Mopac means Missouri Pacific?
1: I did know that.
0: I just learned that after, because I've I, I spent so much time at a fucking standstill on that horrible yeah. road, that one day I was like, what does that even mean? I was like, yeah, Missouri Pacific Railroad.
1: <laughs> Googling while you're waiting in standstill traffic.
0: <laughs> Driving with my knee.
1: If only it was a fucking railroad. Maybe there wouldn't be so yeah, much yeah, goddamn yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I get
0: a couple of these rail cars y'all are talking about? I used to take the, the, the Amtrak from Austin to Temple. Temple,
1: oh, really? where my girlfriend
0: lived in clean and I had no car. Where's the where's the Amtrak station here? It is right downtown. It's not not very far. Away. It's like you get to like that south part of downtown when you get to like into like the Don's Depot, oh, old school downtown. Yeah, yeah. It's around there. Interesting. You just pop up, fifteen bucks, get you to Temple. I love
1: Amtrak. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, on the on the East Coast, it's the best.
0: I went from Hartford to DC, uh, and, it, and it was incredible.
1: I drove. Um, I went down to do some shows in Delaware from New York, and the tolls going driving to and from new york were like 60 bucks it's yeah. like just take the fucking train Take the fucking train yeah. it's the same amount of money yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to sit ti- in traffic
0: hat time it's empty yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's yeah amtrak fucking rules um me and joe biden agree
0: on one thing yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so commissioner john loomis is is in charge of the northern pacific railroad and as i said um uh, Lord Gordon Gordon sort of positioned himself as saying and he was never he was very good about sort of indirectly implying all of this stuff and not just coming out and saying it. Yeah. Um let and again, like this is a very good scammer tactic of letting the other person feel like they've spotted the opportunity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. that
1: you're presenting them with something, but that they're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this guy did. So he basically he he sort of let it slip that he had these overcrowded Scottish estates that he was in charge of and he wanted to move some of his tenants over. God, I just wish I I had
0: a place to do it. Right. uh, (laughs) But what was beat up about me? Let's talk about you. you
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, and the nice thing about that too is then that person tries to sort of woo you tries yeah. to convince you and you get yep. an even sweeter deal because yeah, yeah. the power dynamic is flipped and you're not negotiating for it
0: oh man dude i, I this there's this is such a sweet science and that's something that kind of just really i i, I don't want to come off as a sociopath but like that's just i don't know like i have been a clearly
1: we do this podcast like we do have some form of appreciation yeah, I got for an affinity us. for this shit man yeah. like yeah like
0: i i've been i you know like i i've Let's do something a little, a little tame and digestible. Trying to score weed in a town where, that I'm on the road is not a big city. Sure. Yeah, you know, he's you kind of be like, yeah, man, if anybody had any butt, I mean, I'd probably pay above average for it. Yeah, stuff like that, I can see. it, it it's, it's beautiful to watch it, man.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like he basically gets this guy to think like, oh, the – you know who has a lot of land? The Northern Pacific Railroad. <laughs> Maybe we He's can still, sell a little bit of this. Just taking a drink, really? Because, <laughs> like, at this time when they're building these railroads, they need a ton of investment capital yeah. to make these railroads happen. So, like, they're trying to sell stuff to to get the get the money. So, um, he, he, Loomis starts sort of going about uh, wooing this guy. So they like they bring. Lord Gordon Gordon on like a tour a grand tour of the land that he's thinking of buying yeah. so like he travels on uh, you know like first class accommodations and they give him like a, a valet and a secretary to come with them so he's just like vacationing in style <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty so you much you guys are
0: all about to feel so fucking stupid uh, this is also like the, uh, the fake Saudi prince guy
1: yeah, yeah, or he had, yeah. He
0: was just people just carting him around, like treating him like royalty, and just you know, based off his association. That's right, man.
1: But then there's the extra thing here of this guy. They're like rolling out the red carpet for him, and he's like, "Hmm, I don't know. I'm yeah. still thinking about yeah. it." <laughs> yeah, so delightful. Uh,
0: damn. Yeah, like this is like. That that's one of those things like I like I I get I get along with people well you know what I'm saying I make friends pretty quickly yeah and I feel like that's what stops me from going full this guy it's yeah because I don't, I can't I can't you know royally screw somebody over no. or rip off a real person and it's like that is the spe- that that is what makes people in the big leagues where, right yeah where he knows to do that like oh I, like like oh I don't know all the stuff that you're doing for me it, it kind of you know, like like to play that, that's pro shit.
1: Yeah, no, I mean we've talked about this before. You joked that someone said you had uh you had like a used car salesman yeah, yeah, yeah. ability <laughs> to you, and then you realized that wasn't necessarily a compliment. It was not, yeah,
0: yeah, it was not a compliment. But
1: you do, I mean, you're and it's like a testament to how you're like a really really good comic on the road because yeah. you get along with everybody and you can make a lot of different types of people feel comfortable. Yeah. And like like if you didn't want to you probably would not have to pay for drinks yeah, like yeah. you could
0: <laughs> like you just oh, have that I, kind of personality I, I, yeah, yeah. you know i've gotten through on that that's a, that's a, another thing perfectly about like the like letting them think they're doing you a favor whatever like yeah. stepping on stage and being like oh yeah i'm just hanging out this way gets you a drink yeah you, you learn how to work it you know Yeah, what I'm like, yeah you learn. but
1: but like luckily you're a good guy so yeah, you don't you don't push day. it yeah, but yeah, like exactly. Uh, yeah, you can definitely see some like-minded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's why, see that's some tactics. Why I have such a respect for these guys? Yeah, <laughs> it's I don't have that ability at all. I'm yeah. very envious of it. I I feel like I've said this on the podcast before. When I was in high school, so my brother has that. My yeah. brother is I mean, you know, I have social skills, but like my bro, my brother is super charming, but in like a genuine way. It doesn't yeah. feel slimy. He's just like he gets along with people. He used to be a salesman and like genuinely liked it, which yeah. to me is like. Psycho, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: I was a salesman and hated it, so like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, we, we went to the same high school and we were both chronically late. We were late all the time. Yeah. And every time I was late, I got detention. He never got <laughs> detention. Yeah. And you know, like I would because I was just like, all right, yeah, this is the penalty. And yeah, he just like sweet talked the secretaries and they liked him. Dude, and so yeah. he never got detention. <laughs> like that's the difference yeah. between having those skills and not having those skills.
0: Me and, my, me and my cousin Kenny, when I lived in Connecticut, we lived next to a Pe- People's United Bank branch, which is a Connecticut bank. And we both had people's. And um, I would go to the same bank branch and we would go in with our checks on Fridays and cash our checks. And I would walk out with my money already available in the account, and he'd be like, motherfucker said I gotta wait till Monday, dude. I was like, yeah, it's because as soon as they started saying that, you started yelling at them. I I know the lady, she listens to the podcast and comes to my shows now, Donna Smith, how you doing, what's up? Hell yeah. I was cool as hell with that lady. I I knew about her family. I was like, that's why my money is in my account right
1: now. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, yeah, that's, that's, this guy clearly had those skills too. And, um, it, so he's doing all this in like 1870, 1871, 1872, 1872. He's like, okay, I'm interested in buying, in buying, um, but I need to go back to New York to deal with sort of all the financial stuff. I need yeah. to get everything in order to make these purchases because, you know. The ba- classic
0: scam, but we got, we got the pieces in play now. I got I to I piece I gotta out balance. for a second. I and I think, off. again,
1: it probably worked better in uh, the 19th century before, yes. you know, yeah, things yeah, yeah. were connected. It's like, okay, you have to go to this major financial center to like figure all it's this like
0: out. It's like a Django plot point. It's like, hey, I got yeah. to get out of here.
1: Exactly. So uh, the, the tycoons in Minneapolis are like, Okay, we'll get you back to New York. We'll introduce you to all the right people there, which is like famous last words, because then he spots some even bigger targets
0: in New York. Bon voyage,
1: fuckers. I don't even care about what y'all are doing right now. (laughs) Right. It's like, oh, I don't even need to follow up on this scam. Like, I already did it. I fired all my
0: employees in Scotland. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So he gets to New York, and he uh, rents a suite at the Astor Hotel, which is like one of the nicest hotels uh, in the city at the time. Um and he you know befriends uh, Horace Greeley who's like a journalism oh, for, yeah for, yeah. For the name, yeah he um he was the editor of the New York Tribune and like a big powerful uh person in New York City around this time so um you know he sort of does the same type of stuff with Horace Greeley and the like. Person in control of the media in the city is a great person to have on your side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, like,
0: like they say, never start a fight with a guy who buys ink by the barrel. Mm. Subsequently, get cool as shit with a guy who buys ink by the barrel. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, take the offensive measure. Yes. That's what you do.
1: <laughs> so, um, he sort of gets the goss through Greeley that um, the Erie Railroad Company is uh, having some drama. So there's, like, a power vacuum, and there are, like, multiple parties sort of fighting for control of the Erie Railroad Company. He's like, company. oh, that's so unpleasant. Right. <laughs> that's. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like, yeah. a, a con artists love a power vacuum. Like, it yeah, is a perfect yeah. Ch- place to—, chaos, to is yeah, I, chaos
0: is a ladder.
1: Chaos yeah, is a ladder. Exactly. I wrote
0: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just thought of it right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah this is right of the dome, baby.
1: So— he he like hears about all of this and Greeley's just sort of talking about it and he's like weird you should say that I actually am an investor in the Erie Railroad company <laughs> and I have my own plan to replace the board with people who are like sympathetic to me and uh so you mean
0: you mean like me like I'm, I'm sympathetic to you Yeah, yeah oh damn it So that makes me that that is such a good move. So
1: now all of these railroad tycoons are coming to suck up to him, yeah, because they think he's gonna be the one who is like gonna be putting the the people in place here. So the most notable of these is this guy Jay Gould, who is like sort of a rival guy who was plotting to uh, take over the the railroad company, and he was like, oh no, this like European faction of people is gonna is gonna. Thwart my plans, basically. So he goes to to Gordon Gordon to like negotiate uh, and say, "Look, you can choose the directors, but like let me be the head." So he's like, <laughs> again, like with the land stuff, he's like negotiating with someone who doesn't actually yeah. have anything. to say. "Oh, that's so he's like,
0: he's like, hey, you you can choose directors, let me be the head." He's like, "Okay, all right, okay, okay, all right, yeah." And it's like he, you just dropped the deal of a lifetime
1: in his fucking lab. He okay even better he says well how do i know i can trust you <laughs> i don't know if i can trust you i don't know you i think in a show of good faith you should give me half a million dollars in cash yes
0: <laughs> yes yes you should and he's do like that. it's
1: just it's just so i know you're for real i won't spend it i will just keep it and i once we get all of these things uh, all our ducks in a row. I will give it back to you. That's what he says.
0: Oh, that's so tight, man. They don't call him Lord for nothing. This dude <laughs> is working miracles out there, baby.
1: So this is, and this is like crazy. And this ultimately is sort of what ends up being being sort of his a problem for him, his his downfall. So
0: yeah, half, uh, half a mil. Do that.
1: He he gets the half a mil. He also gets one hundred and sixty thousand dollars in uh, shares and uh, like in in various companies. You know, yeah. like other stocks. So. You'd think, uh, you know, maybe a, a lesser man would be like, "Great, buy." But yeah, he does. He stays. <laughs> he stays in town, <laughs> and he sells some of the shares. Like he starts selling. You know, yeah. he starts selling this guy's this guy's stuff. And I think he just gets a little too close to the sun with this because Gould finds out yeah. that he's selling the shares, which he promised that was
0: yeah, yeah. what the deal was. You know, <laughs> I promise I won't spend any of this cash. Right. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> All right, dog. Like that's not gonna happen.
1: Right. And he like instantly starts trying to make deals. And like I guess he was thinking, you know, now that I have these shares, maybe I can like make some profit and then give it back or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Gould finds out, and he's like, "Fuck this! Give me my money back. Yeah. This is that bullshit." And again, Gordon Gordon doesn't leave town. He actually gives most of the money back, except for the stuff he sold. He sold about yeah. one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well, it feels like shares.
0: he understands the value of what he has. Like he, he might have been like, "Oh, naughty Gordon, you shouldn't have done that. Like like you 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 overstepped the line a little bit." But this is a very good position to be in because he went from. He came in with nothing. nothing.
1: We don't know who he, who yeah. he is. Yeah, and now
0: he now yeah, the potential the potential like 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 essentially head of the the Erie Railroad. Right. Yeah.
1: So and again, I think this is sort of like a an Elizabeth Holmes type thing where it's like, are you scamming or are you months away from this becoming legitimate type yeah. of thing yeah, in his yeah. mind? You know what I mean? Where it's like, I mean, if you're in charge of a railroad company, you're in charge of a railroad company.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> that's, there's no scam there. That just is what it is.
1: Right. Like you you did get it. Yeah. And there's no you don't need like a specific license to be that guy, especially yeah. in 1870. Yeah. You were probably just like a person who had a lot of money. It doesn't matter how yeah. you got it. Probably slavery. So like, yeah, is conning yeah, people yeah. out of it well, even exactly, worse? Yeah, he's like he's like, hey,
0: I got all these workers that live on my property, and I just want to move <laughs> them on mass right. over to here. I mean, I'm sure that that that's I don't know that's slavery, but it's the same notes, you know? What I'm saying? Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's like. Oh, okay. So if he was legit, it's not like he would have earned this money through any noble yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noble means. So anyway, yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. I think he might be thinking about it this way. Yeah. Um, so he still doesn't skip town. He um, returns everything he has, but he obviously has already sold these shares. He doesn't give that money back. He's yeah. like, sorry, too late. You got me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but Gould doesn't let this go. Gould sues him. So okay. again like this I feel like he 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 played overplayed his hand a little bit cuz he does yeah. he he does get arrested. Um but everybody likes this guy so much. All the powerful people like this guy so much, they pay his bail.
0: Hell yeah. So
1: yeah, they're just like <laughs> who among us hasn't done a little bit of financial crime?
0: Uh it's really like the Cat Williams bit where he's like uh like you gotta get yourself some white friends. I'm like he wouldn't have killed anybody. I've known him for two weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I'm I was just talking about this last night. I'm so glad I can like not that it was like embarrassing, but like I'm so glad I can be a proud Cat Williams fan now. I yeah. fucking love Cat Williams. I, I think he is one they, of my favorites ever.
0: Un, I, I think he is, he is under mentioned in the greats conversation. Yes, yeah, agreed. like yeah, dude, he is. Oh, just such a fantastic comic. Camp
1: Chronicles, like Pimp. one of the best specials of all time. One of the best, spe- yeah. So good. One of the best comedy
0: specials of all time. Just like <laughs> the mix of writing and stage presence. You incredible. never see that, like both of those firing on that many cylinders. It's yeah. wild.
1: Yeah, incredible performer. Yeah. The act outs are so funny. Yeah, and the, then yeah, the, the yeah, writing the is, is so comedy. sharp. Yeah,
0: it's like, it's, it's usually you're sacrificing one of those to get more of the other. Not with our man, cat.
1: And, <laughs> and about- Every, like, about everything. There's no topic that he cannot do justice to. Like, he, he, it's like stupid bits about pimping and then, like, an amazing bit about the Iraq war. And then, like, he just can talk about anything. He's just so good and not like, not trying to be preachy, not trying to be smarter than you. Yeah. Just, but such a smart writer. Yeah, just, dude. Yeah. God bless him. This is, anyway, yeah. Yeah. It's a tangent. But fucking Cat Williams. Yeah, we'll, we'll
0: take that tangent anytime Yeah. Uh,
1: look, he is a problematic fave. He yes. has. <laughs> he has fought. Dozens of people. Yeah. <laughs> he is constantly fighting women, children. Yeah. That guy loves to throw hands. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not
0: that. But great to be at fair,
1: it. he he fights men too. Yeah, he he fight equal, men too. Yeah. you know. He will yeah. fight anybody. Yeah,
0: yeah. Anyone can catch these <laughs> hands.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, check him out. Um so Uh, yeah, he gets arrested, but then, um, the, the good people of New York, the upstanding, uh, power players in, in the New York society, they pay his bail and, uh, he comes to the trial and, uh, he plays it so cool. Just butter would not melt in this guy's mouth. He, (laughs) uh, this guy who wrote a book about it, uh, he says, quote, during, 3 hours of vigorous examination, Gordon Gordon sat with his legs crossed and his thumbs thrust carelessly into his waistcoat pockets. Uh, just <laughs> Yep. As unconcerned and unruffled as if conversing in a drawing room. Wow. Just, That's <laughs> I didn't do anything. Love it. Who be? Me? So, you know, he he says, "Look, here's I I'm legit. I'm I'm uh, from this famous Scottish family." here are a list of my references. Like here are all these um, important uh, English and Scottish nobles who are like my friends, my, my peers, my business partners. Um, you know, I'm, I'm legit. And he seemed so calm and cool that people, people believed him. Like he yeah. seemed like a credible witness. Uh, however, and again, benefiting from sort of the back then times, they wired all of these people overnight um, after the trial. And by the time in the morning that, all of the references were like, we've never heard of this guy. He's out. In He's wind, gone. In the, yeah. yep. <laughs> in the wind. Yep. In the wind, he goes to Montreal, Ooh. Uh, which they don't find out for a while. So, spoiler yeah. alert, he goes to Montreal.
0: Yeah, because all, all the news was in English, and they looked down on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, too be smoking and doing fucking mime work.
1: Uh. <laughs> so uh, Gould is furious because gould gould has been humiliated you know like
0: yeah yeah along with everyone else too like like, you know they all they were all equally humiliated but he was like
1: i was right i told you all this yeah Yeah. so i all all of these people who are his former friends were like this motherfucker he got us but gould in particular is is very embarrassed so he offers a reward for his arrest so um he I mean he's a very rich powerful man so like he gets sort of like a fleet of detectives to go to Europe and try to figure out where this guy came from they found out about Lord Glencairn at that point yeah. but they couldn't really find anything out about him earlier than that yeah. so like they re- we really don't know what this guy's deal was we just know he wasn't any of these people yeah yeah so <laughs> we know who he isn't yeah So, uh, you know, the, the, the private detectives go talk to like these jewelers in, in Edinburgh and London and they realize, uh, this is the guy they have, cause they have pictures of him at this point. So they're like, you know, they recognize him. Um, so like a year after this, a little over a year after this, they, uh, they find him. And at this point he is in a town called Gary, Manitoba, which is um,
0: <laughs> Carmen San Diego's ex husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where in the world is Gary Manitoba? <laughs> he, he, yeah,
1: he moved there after their divorce. He went to Hi, Gary I mean, Manitoba. My name is uh,
0: uh, Gary Manitoba. He's <laughs> a simple country lawyer. <laughs>
1: So Gary Manitoba is, um, it's only 50 miles north of the border with Minnesota. So he went back to his former, Uh, you know, uh,
0: yeah, getting a little too close to the twin cities there, buddy. Exactly.
1: But you know, he stayed on the, on the right side of the border. He wasn't, wasn't any trouble. Yeah. So, um, they, they find him and again, because this whole thing was a scandal, the people in Minneapolis are also embarrassed because yeah. they also got taken. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, like, sh- like ushered this guy around, and then they found out he was just a, a bullshitter. Ah, uh, geez, I think you did something to to really put a
0: stain on the intellectual prowess of Minneapolis. <laughs> 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 we used to be renowned scholars and you know, quick studies, but not anymore, thanks to you.
1: Not anymore. Um, so yeah, uh, they find out that he's up there. These prominent, uh, Minneapolis residents. And they basically form uh, an extrajudicial mob. Oh, shit. um, They get some cops to come with them. And they're just like, we're fucking going up. Yeah, never
0: been a problem to get some cops on an extrajudicial mob. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They love it. You pay a couple overtime hours, you get away with fucking murder. That's not even a euphemism. No,
1: part of the perks. Part of the perks. So yeah, they're pumped. They're very excited. Yeah. They get to go. Do I would be some... too, if I was
0: ever in a posse boy. I... <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm telling you, just cocking the shotgun, rounding up the troops.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just unload the shotgun so I can cock it again because it <laughs> sounds cool. Because <laughs>
1: it's awesome to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they go up to get him, and uh, they just find him. He's chilling on his front porch in Gary, Manitoba. Like,
0: yeah.
1: hello, old friend. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And they try to bring him back to Minnesota. They try to arrest him. Um, however, I don't know if you know about international law, but you can't just do that. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can't <laughs> just go and arrest people. Yeah, you
1: can't just go into another country and grab somebody and yeah. bring them I'm,
0: back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a big plot point in uh, uh, the second Dark Knight. You know, the Dark Knight, right? Yeah, Dark night was yeah. You got to go over there and get his ass.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. why Roman Polanski's in France. Yeah, like yeah. we can't.
0: <laughs> it's winning awards and shit.
1: Winning awards. <laughs> every good director signing a petition about how it's okay that he did that for some reason. Yeah, man. It's so weird like any time any director is getting any accolades? People are like, you know, he signed that petition about Roman Polanski, and it's like, yeah, man, they all did. Yeah, they did.
0: yeah, I, I, I've heard about. It. I don't know who's on it, but I, I, I'm pretty sure. I know nobody, Scorsese not. is, Jesus which is like, Christ. and it's like,
1: come on, man.
0: Yeah, 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 dude. I, I want to enjoy your shit, man. Stop <laughs> doing stuff like that. It's like just like the three, the three fucking uh, uh, Texas Crooks with Zach Brooks that we covered. Mm-hmm. All three of those dudes have a, a a wild, way less cool fact about them. Yeah. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's all it's all there.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so um, turns out you can't just go into Canada and grab a guy and then bring them back over the border. So when they were trying to get back into the U.S., uh, the Canadian police were like, "You can't do that." Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> here's a you know reverse. You're all going to jail.
0: <laughs> that's pr- that's probably why why he was. Just so chilled out. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, hey come on, take me, let's go. Yeah. They hadn't,
1: like, figured out extradition, and, you yeah. know, there's a, well, there is a process for that, you know, yeah. so he was just, uh, yeah, he was just chilling up there, and, yeah, the Canadian police were like, well, you can't just, like, kidnap a guy in Canada and bring him to the U.S., so all of you guys are going to jail, and, again, these were, like, the, like, rich people of yeah, Minnesota people, yeah. are now in a jail cell in <laughs> <of> Canada. <laughs>
0: Minnesota's back to be being for the people, baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, exactly. They could have had like what they could have had the utopia, the yeah, communist yeah, utopia. Yeah, yeah. They could have set up in Minneapolis, yeah, the communist
0: utopia of, of Saint Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
1: they, 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 because they're like the rich people in the town. Of course, their one phone call, which they didn't have that at the time, but like the telegram <laughs> they sent uh, was to the mayor. They yeah, just send the mayor yeah, like, "Hey, <laughs> all of your campaign donors are." Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you want to get city hall moving, yeah, yeah. Let everybody who ever given them money is being held in Canada. Those dudes will, <laughs> yeah, that will light a fire.
1: So uh, the telegram says, "quote We're in a hell of a fix. Come at once." <laughs> <Just> great. <laughs>
0: We're in a hell of a fix. We're it. in
1: a hell of a fix
0: <laughs> of our own design.
1: So this story gets even bigger because now. This is like an international diplomacy yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is like Brittany yeah. Griner in Russia. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, this is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's an issue. Like, it, it's a huge scandal. They're, like, writing about it in in the papers in Minnesota who are, like, there's, like, op-eds where they're, like, we need to get a militia to go across <laughs> and free our beloved rich people.
0: <laughs> oh, they're taking all of our rich people. <laughs> yeah. That's like, it's almost like a precursor to the 1985 John Candy movie, Canadian Bacon, where they declare war on Canada. Yeah. yeah. There we go.
1: It almost happened. Um, yeah, it was like a big uh, sort of outcry. Um, they wanted to, yeah, send another group over. So eventually this becomes like a, a diplomatic issue between the President and the Prime Minister of Canada. yeah like it gets all the way up to them and they have to negotiate. <laughs> and basically um, they all of the Minnesota guys eventually get free. But so does Gordon Gordon. Hey. He's he, he's just peace. Like I don't think the Canadian police ever arrested him. He just yeah. got to get out again. Just out. Oh, that's
0: so fucking tight. Yeah, man, that's like just when you think he can't get any cooler. He <laughs> you know, like that. He's like, and I, I guarantee he was in jail, like like uh, among the guys who were trying to capture him. He's like, oh well, thank Christ, we're all getting out, right, guys? Yeah. Good, to do it. hey, good show all around. Everybody would shake hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they just like that. They hadn't negotiated that part of it, so he gets to go. Um, and then in 1874, so a year later, the government, the U.S. government has finally gone through the right process to get him extradited. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing is they couldn't just give him to the Americans because they had to, like, figure out, yeah, um, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So they finally go through the right diplomatic channels to get this guy extradited to the U.S. So he's, he's charged in the U.S. Um, and they find him again. Um, he's I think he's still in Manitoba at this time and uh when they got there he was taking a nap so <laughs>
0: i think yeah you know, that's that's the only way you're going to get my man gordon gordon <laughs> is you got to catch him sleeping
1: so he gets woken up and they're like we got to take you and he's like i really want to finish this nap and they're like you can't <laughs> you can't do that um, <laughs> He's like
0: reading the fine print of the warrant. Like it doesn't, it doesn't say. I doesn't say I can't finish the nap. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not in there. I, I feel like There's I no feel, rules against it. Yeah, yeah. This is a pretty sensitive situation. It's international, guys. Let me take my nap.
1: So um, he realizes. All right, they're not going to let me finish my nap. All right, fine.
0: Motherfuckers. Yeah. You know how many times I've realized like I'm not going to be able to continue sleeping. I just got to get up and begrudgingly the start worst. the day. Yeah, Gordon. Gordon. Gordon I, am, I understand it.
1: I am. So it's half the reason I do stand up is cuz I'm so bad in the morning. I yeah, can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's off every day of my life. Yeah. That's why I was l- fucking late to high school every morning. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't <laughs> I can't get up. I literally negotiated it in my contract. At my day job, that my day starts at ten. Hell like, yeah! Because I can't. I can't. I never it's, thought about doing that. That's you don't insane. want me before ten. <laughs> I can't do anything. Like, yeah, I can't do it. I wish I could. My uh, the world is set up for morning people. Yeah. I am a, a persecuted minority. It, in this yeah.
0: world. <laughs> it is crazy how like there's been no agreement that the day should start. Yeah. Super early. It's just that the people who start the day super early were like, this is when the day starts. Yeah. And we just acquiesce control over to them.
1: I mean, I think it's more common, but it is like, uh, I, I'm like, I, it's been such a frustrating thing my whole life that like my therapist at one point was just like, you're getting the same amount of stuff done. You just get it done at a different time. Thank you. Yeah. There's nothing inherently like immoral yeah. about starting your day later. Like, you're yeah. not, it's not like you're like lazy. You still have the same amount of stuff in your day. Yeah, yeah.
0: you made you feel guilty about it. Like, Like,
1: I happen to be, like, at my most alert kind of around 7 to 9 p.m., where, like, a lot of morning people are going to sleep then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. So, anyway, if you're not a morning person, there's no shame in it.
0: No shame at all. Back
1: in the day, you would have been very helpful as the night watchman while everyone else slept. So... (laughs) You know,
0: yeah, it is weird how we just like, 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 the, there's so many things like the fact that humans really aren't supposed to do anything during the winter. We weren't built yeah, for that, yeah, shit. yeah. We're not supposed to do something, we're not supposed to get up at 7 a.m. or fucking say – I get up at 4 30 in the morning, yeah. I hate it, yeah, and like, I, yeah, I should have to get up at 4 30 in the winter, like, yeah, you know, like to harvest electricity Unnatural. that shouldn't even <laughs> exist. Electricity shouldn't even be here, like, you guys are lucky. <laughs> I'm even playing ball with this, bullshit.
1: anyway. Gordon Gordon's one of us. He was asleep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Gordon Gordon, you're always welcome on the show.
1: <laughs> so, well, I have some bad news. Um, uh, damn it. Is He uh, dead? Is he, he dead? <laughs> he didn't die, did he? He is gonna die, uh, basically, almost at the end of the sen- this sentence. <laughs> so, damn it, Gordon Gordon. Uh, he realizes they're not gonna let him finish his nap, and he's like, "Fine, <laughs> I'll go get dressed." Whatever. Uh-oh. So he goes uh, into the other room. He's like, "It's cold outside. Let me get my hat." He goes in the other room, shoots himself in the head.
0: Oh, damn it, Gordon!
1: <laughs> Gordon, Gordon. He's just like, "You are not taking me alive."
0: You know what though? Uh, this is—we are not uh, ever advocating self-harm, but like, it feels like Gordon, Gordon. Read the situation. saw the writings on the walls. He's like, "I know how I like to live."
1: Yeah. Right. yeah,
0: I know the the lifestyle that I'm accustomed to, and it is stopping the minute I put this hat on. Like, yeah. it's over. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I mean, it's a control. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Gordon. Gordon. Well, shit. I mean, I know he's up there in heaven. <laughs> For Scam- sure. Scamming God.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, he, that's what I mean. I like. I can't believe we hadn't done that before. Yeah, it's he's such a tale.
0: He is running power plays on the party planning committee in heaven. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, he really figured out how to how to do it. Yeah, Lord Gordon um, Gordon. How old was he? <laughs> they don't know, because they don't know. Oh, yeah, You know, yeah. I, I think he was probably, I mean, let's see. So he started kind of, he basically kept up the scams that we know about for, like, between 15 and 20 years. Wow. So I would guess he was probably in his, like, mid-40s, yeah. probably, which, like... You know, I
0: mean, you're, like, at that point you're like you're thrust into adulthood at like 14 back then. So yeah, so yeah.
1: he you know he'd been around. I mean, that's still early to go out, but I I get where he was. He had some time to think about it because he yeah. was up in Canada and he was he probably knew they were coming for yeah, him eventually. Yeah, yeah, so he was just like the day they come, it's the day I go. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I wonder this this basically basically a left field, but it has it has a, a destination to it. I promise. I wonder what his like is like. What he was into, like relationship wise, if he was like, because mm. I feel when I hear some of these guys, obviously we don't know about his it, like romantic conquest or who he's shacking up with or which way or the other, but it feels like that would be the downfall of most humans. Is I met a girl or I met a guy, I met somebody, or, I, or I'm interested in this relationship, and that's what's going to stop me from screwing over the entire city of Minneapolis because mm. I met somebody. Yeah. I like I, sometimes I'll hear about these figures, and obviously it's this lack of reporting. I don't know, but I'm like, was there like an asexual component to it, maybe? Where he's just like,
1: he loved scamming more than, yeah, with, yeah, more yeah. Than sex like, or that's romance. how I
0: get the wrong. Yeah, I mean, he would scoff the idea. was like, am I asexual? No, not at all. I'm horny for the scam. Horny for scams. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do think like I it, it it's not necessarily asexual but like for some people and I think for probably a lot of the people we cover that they sex is not a something that motivates them the way it yeah. motivates a lot of people just yeah, sort of yeah. evolutionarily. That's not how it is for a lot of people, and uh, if you, that will free up a lot of your time. Yeah, yeah, if that's yeah. not something you're, you yeah. know, interested in, I've
0: done a few off the books maneuvers in my day, <laughs> and all of it ultimately, if you break down, has been in pursuit of, you know, like, like right. he, even if not directly you sure. know what I'm, saying? Like, I'm just trying to get a pocket full of money it's a holistic I know, I know why I want that
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it's sort of a, a holistic direction that yeah, everything yeah. is kind <laughs> of heading into but yeah I don't the, this guy he didn't seem to have anybody really else in his life yeah. uh, just in it for the love of the game yeah
0: I'm getting real Lord Veras vibes off the dude
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very Damn. much
0: that's well shit Kath thank you so much we hadn't done that yet and you you corrected that problem so yeah, thank you yeah yeah yeah. Hell yeah. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for for watching and tuning in and listening, uh, whichever thing you're doing out there. Eric. It's so much fun to have you
1: back in the studio. It was so much fun to have you in Austin. Got to come back soon.
0: Yeah, got to. Uh, guys, if you liked what you heard, you can actually hear uh, two more episodes a month on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at lie, cheat, steal, podcast. Check us out there. I'm on... Uh, twitter at pztx and where can we find you kath
1: i'm at kath barbadoro on pretty much everything um i live in new york city and do stand-up in the new york city area i have another podcast called what a time to be alive comes out every week uh i if you're hearing this i think the day it comes out oh no wait never mind it's a week after uh go to my social media i probably have shows yeah find me there
0: that's how it works (laughs) well shit kath thanks so much for coming on thanks for sharing the coming on. Thanks so much for coming home. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks so much for coming home and doing the show and it's really great to have you in the studio and uh, yeah, well, I wish you the best of luck for your stay. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, have a good, safe February <laughs> but uh, be safe, be smart but above all, don't get caught.
1: Don't get caught. See you next time.